and welcome to episode 46 of Checking the Gate, a film and religion podcast. I am Michael M. Patty. And I am Robert Wright Stasco. And on today's episode, we will be discussing the most recent Best Picture Academy Award winner, Spotlight. And in TV Corner, we're going to give a short review uh, going back to one of the shows that we talked about in our last episode, Preacher, and also looking at another a show about the men of the cloth called Rev from uh, BBC. So, Mike, take it yeah. away. All right. So uh, I'm going to tell a little story about how I first got to watch Spotlight. Uh, there is a auction site that I'm a member of called Listia where you can bid on things with points. And I spent a couple of real dollars, like no more than three or four, to get enough points to purchase the digital copy that someone was selling of Spotlight. So that's how I originally bought Spotlight with the intention of watching it for this episode. And uh, it's actually been a couple months since I've seen it, so Robert's seen it more recently than I am, so I'm kind of going to follow his lead, and it will jog my memory, and it will all come back to me. Yeah, okay, yeah, I watched it on Netflix. I waited for it to come on yeah. the streaming um, Oddly. Oddly enough, the day it came back on streaming was the day we recorded the last episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just by coincidence. Yeah. So, uh, But I have watched it in the meantime, and I really liked it. And you could say it closes out a, a trilogy of uh, movies that we've done on the podcast dealing with the subject of like men of the cloth abusing their position. The first yeah. one was we did was Doubt. Doubt. And then and Calvary. Calvary. And, and now this spotlight. Um, and so. this this has dealt a little less directly with it. There are none of the main characters in this film are the accused. They're in there, but it's not about them. It's about the journalists from the Boston Globe, uh, played by Michael Keaton, who was in the previous year's uh, Best Picture, Birdman, which I. Did oh, that's not. two in a row for him. Yeah, you didn't Bird- like Birdman though. I had such high hopes for Birdman, just because art imitating life, Michael Keaton playing a a superhero. I thought it was about him, you know, having a crisis about he was being typecast and wanted to jumpstart his career and reconnect with his daughter. And it wasn't about that. It was about being an actor. It, it was, was it was so actory. It was a movie about actors for actors. And, and that's, that's how it won Best Picture. Exactly, exactly. I was just so disappointed. Yeah. So disappointed. Um, yeah, it was okay. I wouldn't say it's the Best Picture. No. It's kind of like, you know, uh, Shakespeare in Love. Oh, like, God. How did that win? I hate that movie, too. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you why. Like, like, All right? Say what you want. Somebody wrote those plays, okay? That's, yeah, there's when, an argument. It could be Marlowe. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, not, we're not talking about that. Robert's wife will, will you know, it's, <laughs> she believes the conspiracy. I, yeah. I, I love Robert's wife. I'm glad she's not here right now because it would derail my rant against Shakespeare in Love. I hate Shakespeare in Love because in real life, regardless of who wrote the works of Shakespeare, there was it never there was never any such thing as Romeo and Ethel the Pirate's daughter. Romeo and Juliet was a pre-existing story that the author of Shakespeare's plays adapted. It's BS. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. The only good thing about that was the parody of that parody, which was uh, uh, George Lucas in love. Yes. Did you yes. ever see that? Yes, I did. I have that, it on DVD here somewhere. Yeah, is it in, 
It's on. It's on something. I. It's on a disc I got with a magazine one time. Oh really? Yeah. It, I think it was. I think it's one of the bonus features on like the big Blu-ray set. Oh. Not, okay. Which I. I which is here in the house. I think it's in there. Anyway, yeah. it's it's it it's, doesn't matter. Yeah. But yeah, that's it, yeah. That's the only reason why you should watch Shakespeare in Love is to go and watch that. Not Ben Affleck. No. Ugh. And not not uh, Joseph Fiennes either. So yeah. Joseph Fiennes, wa- watch watch this space in a couple episodes for. Uh, oh our, yes. uh, he's he's coming up at yeah. some point, at some point in Risen. Oh, uh, that reminds me. Uh, for an episode coming up, uh, my son Christopher showed me a trailer this morning. It was the resurrection of uh, Gavin something, but um, it has uh, the guy who. What's his name? He was on uh, Ages of Shield. Uh, Agent, uh, bad guy. Grant Ward. Grant, yes, the guy who played Grant Ward is in this movie. He plays like an actor who's sentenced to community service, and he serves it in a church, and he finds he finds Christ. But it actually looks funny. The trailer has like funny stuff in it. Oh yeah, there he is, Brent. Uh, Brett Dalton. Yeah. Gavin Stone, a washed-up former child star, is forced to do community service at a local megachurch. And pretends to be Christian so he can land the part of Jesus in their annual passion play. Only discover that the most important <laughs> it, it 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 looks that, very wrote by you know that the most important role of his life is far from Hollywood. I'll it, catch this when it's on Lifetime. Yeah, that sounds crappy. The, the trailer it looks like okay. You watch the trailer. You don't actually have to watch the movie because it gives you all the yeah. beats of the movie, and and. Knowing that this is one of the Christ Plutation movies, of course it's it's not going to end any other way than what you uh, paint by numbers is yes. what it is. But it who by wrote, yeah. <laughs> but it looks actually funny. Okay, uh, like some of them. All right, we looked at were supposed to be funny that aren't. This one actually looks funny. I mean, oh, I chuckled at a couple of the the gags in there. So that might and plus I like Brett Dalton. So yeah, he's bland white guy. Yeah, yeah, he's he's. Good looking and stuff, but you know, think about how many different shades of that character he had to play, uh, and he pulled it off. He didn't have a choice in the first episode. He's the bland white guy. You know, they didn't have that Hydra thing planned in the first episode. Yeah, not in the first episode. Thank God for the Russo brothers. Yeah, you know, (laughs) they, they would have killed him off long before then. Yeah, but they, but as an actor. He he really went through those changes and really did them well. I thought. Oh, For so a comic he, book show. Oh, so he can do his job. <laughs> okay, I think we need to get back to spotlight here before Mike and I start throwing punches. Yeah. I can't I, injure Mike con- any more than he is. I'm confined to a chair. You, I can't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can take me. Yeah, for those who have been listening, um, yeah. I just had my last eye surgery a few weeks ago, so I could see perfectly now. Yeah. We've Our episodes have been sporadic because I've been in and out with uh, for the last year and a half almost with these eye problems. So my ordeal is finally over. Mike's is just beginning. He broke his leg a few weeks ago. <laughs> he broke yeah. his, his ankle. It's already so. been it's already been two weeks. It's already been two weeks. They said at the ER it'd be six, so now that we've we've Yeah. I think we've gotten our spat out of the way and we, it's we not can start a, it's not a spat. It's <laughs> a brotherly disagreement. <laughs> All right, brother. Spotlight. Yeah. 
Shall, yes. shall I like, give the lowdown since I, I yeah, watched the last you, of it? Yeah, you've seen it a little more recently than I. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it begins uh, with... What is, how does it begin? All right, maybe, maybe I'll just give the log line rather yeah. than a plot summary. Yeah. It tells the story uh, back in uh, the early aughties of the Boston Globe slowly uncovering the, I want to say truth, but I'm not sure that's the right word, slowly getting the evidence they need yeah. to report on the priest sex abuse scandal that was rampant in Boston, and it turned out all over the country and apparently the world Yeah, uh, around that time. That's when it first... Uh, yeah, they were the first to break yeah. the story, to yeah. really get in, enough info on it to say, look, this is a problem. Yeah, it takes place, I think it starts in 2000. I remember it, Yeah, I, I remember they eventually get to September 11th, and they have to stop working on the sex abuse scandal to cover September 11th, but then they get back into it, and eventually enough people talk and go on record that they can that they can print it and it's yeah. this they they print a huge section on on a Sunday yeah and just it it yeah shocked everybody you know people you know all through the thing they're talking about how you know it it was an open secret everybody knew it was going on but I'm I'm sure quite a lot of people were taken aback by yeah it. well at the same time the church was doing its best to cover it up. Well, yeah. So, and I will, I will never understand why, after the first time, you know, how far back did it? How institutionalized was it? Why? It had why to be decades. It might have been centuries. We why, don't know. Yeah. Why weren't the first time? Why was nobody ever? You know, you did what? How d- you're going to jail? Yeah. You know. And that's one of the things you I, are you are not a man of God now that you've done this. Yeah, and I think that's what was so shocking, not just at the time, but watching the movie too, is it w- the scope and the extent of the abuse. It's like you can't believe that that would be the case. Exactly. What was the what was the percentage? It was a six percent. Yeah, six percent, and then the number. In the movie, the 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 six percent of the number the uh, priest in Boston, yeah, yeah. priest in Boston, which was fifteen hundred. Uh, it was yeah, fifteen. And it yeah. turned out to be like ninety. That would six yeah. percent would have been ninety priests. And like, right, ninety priests in Boston. Yeah, so and that the, turned out to be pretty close to yeah. what they to they what got they like uncovered. Eighty-seven or something. Eighty-seven yeah. names. And as the story unraveled, you know, they talked to people who worked with the priests. They would send them off to these camps, to or not camps, but institutions where they would supposedly try to rehabilitate them or but uh, Rachel Rachel McAdams Rachel McAdams her her character actually talked to one of the priests and they had like this oh my god that was the most shocking scene in the movie yeah they had like this she goes to the door of one of these places right and hi I understand that uh, we have we have some documents you know somebody says that you touched these kids yeah but it was okay I didn't have sex with him. Yeah, they had this whole line yeah. of rationalization that was frightening. And, and she is just, uh, if I can repeat my, she's taken aback. Yeah. And she, like, doesn't know what to say. Right. It's, it's shocking, you know? Yeah. And, and so is this what, the, the you know, the, re- quote, rehabilitation was? Was this kind of 
just teaching them the kind of rationalization to have, you know. Yeah. It's, and they had like a code word for it in their in their yearbook. Uh, yeah, they were um, they were like sick leave. Or, yeah, they were on leave, yeah. leave of absence, uh, like sick leave, vacation, like anything that you know where they were instead of being like in a church, they were like away somewhere doing something else. So they they found like a couple of those, and see, this is the, the kind of kind of like political cover up that the church was using. You know, you don't want to believe. I think that's part of the reason why it, it took so much to uncover it because you don't want to believe that that kind of evil was so rampant yeah. and was not only like turned a blind eye, but willfully like, we're we're going to keep this going. We're just going to. Yeah. And it, the movie, the movie doesn't try to, it, it's kind of there in the background, but the focus of the movie isn't like why this practice was so rampant. Yeah. I, I, it was, like, barely mentioned. Why did they cover... Yeah. Why did they work so hard? I, why, why did they cover... Why Why was it so... Why was molestation yeah. so prevalent in the institution of the Catholic Church? That's... Yeah. That's, that's not what this... You know, which I think doubt kind of... Yeah. For, for all of doubt's faults... And again, this was, I remember saying in the Doubt episode, it shouldn't be about doubt. Yeah. It should be, you know, it definitely happened or it didn't happen and he's being railroaded. Yeah. That touches more upon parish life. Yeah. Um, Calvary is about the fallout of it from yeah. a victim. This movie is about the uncovering of it and the reaction of yeah. civilians I, I do have to say, as someone who has worked in a newsroom setting, albeit on a much smaller scale, I worked at a tiny uh, local newspaper. Circulation was only fifteen, sixteen thousand, I think. So nothing, nothing as you know big as the Boston Globe, but it did capture the feel of being in the newsroom as as stuff ha- and it was about the same time. As, yeah, yeah. As as I was working there too, I was there in. I started in two thousand, and I I remember when this first got attention. Yeah, and it it was <laughs> it was funny. There was a scene where they were talking about like going online and getting information. Yeah, and how like difficult it was at the time, and like yeah. oh yeah, it's makes it. You know, I think they're working with like Windows two thousand. Oh, <laughs> they showed yeah. that I was like. Oh, I remember what a pain yeah. that was. I think we so. still had we still had ninety seven when I started. I think. Oh man, I'm pre <laughs> or ninety eight. I forget. Who, man, and we and then you know we're complaining about Windows Vista and now you know Windows ten. Yeah. I never used Vista. Eight point one was okay. Yeah. The first the first Windows eight was rough. Windows eight point one really yeah. did fix all of the problems. Yeah. Windows ten is just okay. It, it's Seven was good. So yeah. I still have seven on on this laptop here, the big yeah. one. Yeah, when Windows ten is just I think just a change of window dressing. Just yeah, if I could be punny there. Okay, so yeah, tangent over. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how true, like how maybe not true, but I don't know how accurate. I like I don't think like, uh, like how they uncovered the story. Like it, I think they had to compress. Some yeah, things. they had to compress some yeah. things. 
I don't think that I can't remember his name, but the the reporter that Mark Ruffalo played, I don't think he ever stood in his editor's office and said they knew and they let it happen to kids. I I don't think that happened. Yeah, but but um, you need that scene in that movie. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I liked his character because he was he expressed yeah, he was the, the outrage. He was that, the go getter. Yeah. yeah. There was a certain papers that were in evidence, and they, you know, the for some reason, like the church was never gonna let these documents go, but they were made public record yeah. in a different case. Yeah, and they had to like jump through hoops to get these, you know, because they were yeah. they were already public record. They could access them if only they made the right request, and they had to do. And he was running back and forth trying to, and finally he got them. These letters were it was proving that the the archbishop knew that this stuff was happening, just shuffling guys around. I mean, letters from like the parents of the victims and letters to them and from them, yeah. uh, letters acknowledging that they knew this was happening. They were deliberately sweeping it under the rug, just shuffling guys around to different parishes to get them away from their victims. That was when he finally flipped out and had that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, yeah. and and there was a part at at the end where they finally broke the story. They printed the paper. And he took it to the lawyer that was he couldn't. Was that Liev Schreiber? No, um, that was no. He was their new editor. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um oh it was yeah that was somebody else. It was um um Doctor Manhattan, whatever his name is. Billy Crudup. It was Billy Crudup. Was the lawyer? Well, that was he was one of the lawyers. It was okay. um. Oh, the guy yeah, I remember him. the senior talking. That wasn't Billy Crudup. Yeah, it was, no, it was. Um, yeah, he that lawyer was helping, but there was another one who who was dealing more with the victims every day. Oh, 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 uh, Stanley um, Tucci. Yes. Okay. Tucci. Hey, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're. What senior? Sorry, talking I couldn't about. remember Stanley Tucci's yeah. name for, for some reason. Um, he's but, unrecognizable in this too. I didn't realize that was him. He's. Uh, He's, he's he's good. good he's good in Spotlight. He's a good character actor, but he was. He's good in Transformers Four. Oh, I'm sorry. Transformers: Age of Extinction. I think I I think I did watch that one. That's the one with Marky Mark in it. I'm sorry, and, Mark Wahlberg and Stanley Tucci and Stan. and Grimlock. Um, Grimlock, that's right. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, you keep bringing her back to Transformers. How do you do that? <laughs> Stop it. But anyways, they break the story. Uh, Mark Ruffalo's character bringing it to Stanley Tucci's character. Uh, the newspaper, so he can read it, and then he's bringing in another family that was victimized, and uh, Mark Ruffalo sees him in the conference room through a window in the office, and he you can see the rage on his face, and I was hoping, just praying that he would green <laughs> skin and hulk out and yeah. go smash the church somewhere, but that didn't happen. That's a secret, Robert. Yeah. He's always angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was. They I was, knew, and they let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. I and then, and, I wanted that. And then his editor would have put on the bat suit and taken him down. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, we're secretly hoping for a Batman Hulk showdown yeah. in this movie, but it and never then, happened. And then Rachel McAdams would have gotten her husband to go back in time and, and take <laughs> care of it. R- Rachel McAdams has been in at least two that I can think of movies where her husband has been a time traveler. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. N- neither of which I can watch again. Yeah. Uh, about uh, about time because it has daddy issues. Yeah. Which I didn't know when I started watching it, and the time traveler's wife, which wasn't very good. Yeah, I didn't. And he didn't Hulk out in that either. 
Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a different hope, though, right? <laughs> yes, that was that was Eric Bana. Yeah. So anyway, Th- those I think I think those are the only disappointments we had with this movie. Yeah, it was it, the rest it, of the movie. Was yeah, for really a good story for a movie about reporting. There's no there's no nudity in the movie. There is you you never see any. There's no fight scene. There's no fight scene. There is no action. You never see a priest. You it's kind of hinted at at the beginning in the seventies. Yeah. That but you see the aftermath. I think. Yeah. You you don't see. Yeah. Just see the like the. There's nothing graphic. Is my point. Right. There. There's a a priest sitting in a in a police Police station. station. And the other bishops come and they just take them away. And the cops are like, well, what are we going to do? There's nothing we can do. You know, it's one of those things. And, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, and they, they talk about that. Well, why, why didn't the police do anything? It's like, who's going to call her a priest? You know, who's going to who's going to go down for that? You know, <laughs> so I, I, I also want to bring up that uh, they and I, I don't know how true this is, but it's in the movie. Um, Michael Keaton's character, they they discover yeah. had had run a story on like page F eight, yeah, uh, years ago uh, about the allegations. Yeah, and nothing. Nobody followed up on it. Nothing ever came of it. Yeah, they they, they said what they say buried it in Metro. You know, right? Yes, he said I was new. I you know I didn't really know what I was doing, but that's no excuse. You know, because they kept bringing that up. Like Michael Keaton's character kept going to the police chief, who was Randall Flag. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Once upon a time. Yeah. And uh, he kept trying to get him to confirm that these were the men who were doing that. And uh, he wouldn't, and the police chief wouldn't do it. So he finally tried to call him out. And he's like, you know, don't come to me in my house and tell me that I didn't do anything about this. What about you? And I was like, oh, what about him? And then they, they bring that to fruition at the end like yeah he knew about it but just buried the story and then didn't think about it ever again you know yeah because the billy crudup's character was the one who gave him you know that lawyer said i told you about this years ago i gave you 20 names and you guys didn't do anything i was like what what did that and you know so it was one of those that's another thing that they kept seeding through the movie that you're like what's this about and it piqued your interest and they you know they brought it out at the end so yeah even though like there's no action. There's you know sex or violence or anything. Yeah. It kept you interested. Like, how is this gonna play out? You know, all through this. So it was yeah. a really good drama, and even for a nonfiction, that the yeah. the results are widely known and yeah, it, it's 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 gripping filmmaking. Yeah, and then at the end where they showed like after the story was printed, like. These are all the cities where it came out. Of course, you know, yeah. Cleveland, you know, we're from the Cleveland area, and that, you know, that name was on there. And they showed, like, screen after screen. There's probably, like, what, 50? It was a lot. Like, like probably about 50 names of cities. And and then uh, they showed, like, three or four screens of that, and then, um, like, title cards at the very end of the movie. And then they said, and then uh, the rest of the world. And they show city after city after city. So this was a worldwide phenomenon, and um, I don't think they have really done anything about it. I think the 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 new pope gave like a half-hearted apology about it, but they haven't done anything to really change. They haven't come out and said, it, "We've dealt with this." We've, we've well, how we've how can they? Justice, I mean, what you know? You know are they going to institute papal pre-crime? I, I you know, 
Yeah. I guess the best that they can do is I, I, win. I think they're scared it, if they get rid of all these, they won't have anyone left to you know yeah. pastor these churches. Yeah. But there's much more damage being done by leaving them there. I mean, f- you know, find the right people for the job and get rid yeah. of you know these predators who come to this job knowing that they're probably continuing to create these people who don't know how to have normal uh, sexual relations because they've been damaged by priests. So, oh, okay, well, I'll, maybe this is the, the way that you should be doing it. Well, I'll join the priesthood then because I could do what was done to me because that's all I know that's normal. I, I, I'm I, not saying that's right that a person should do that, but I could, that's the only way that I can conceive that, you know, so many – how they got so well, many yeah. priests in that position, you know? Yeah, I guess. I guess I was going to say I don't know what they can do going forward, other than if it comes out again, you drub them out and hand them over to local law enforcement, which is what should have been done in the first place. That's what they you, always should have done. Yeah, but I think they were scared that it would, you know, if this came out, that it would give the church a bad name, and, which it did. I don't know. They should have, and I, I've said this in other episodes. They should have, uh, you know, dealt with this because they should be a beacon of justice, of God's justice, and they're not. They're not giving justice to the victims, right? And if I could get personal, if I can delve into my little personal experience with this, I was abused by a family member who, who's now deceased, but um, I can't think of any other place where he would learn how to do this because he was mentally disabled as well. Um, then. A, a priest had to taken advantage of him in this way because they were Catholic, mm. you know. And th- I made this realization, you know, watching this movie, like I'm probably, you know, a second generation victim, you know, from what the church had done. So, you know, I watch movies and it helps me process things for myself. I'm not a, I'm not a, a naturally intuitive or discerning person, so. Watching movies and television shows helps me process my world, helps me understand things. And watching this movie helped me understand that and helped me be more forgiving towards the person who did this to me because this is probably how it happened to him. So that's the, you know, this movie helped me personally overcome that and I, i'm grateful i watch it because of that reason so that's that's good i i, I wasn't sure what you would have to say about that so yeah. good so i'm it, i'm glad it was cathartic for you it, it it was very cathartic that's the perfect word for it yeah i i remember i was still living with my parents at the time and we were still going to church and i remember when they did the offerings uh you know the girl from the Sunday school class that they had reading it one of the one of the readings or one of the offerings was uh for falsely accused priests we pray to the lord and i remember thinking were there any falsely accused ones <laughs> i don't think so yeah cuz i mean the evidence was all oh. there do you have anything else to say about spotlight then no it was uh, a great movie. Like I said, it it meant something to me personally, and it was a well-made, well-paced drama and uh, deserved the awards it got. Yeah. It is uh, a good grown-up film. It wasn't lascivious, and it told a story that needed to be told. Yeah. All right. Now let's uh, lighten it up a little bit and uh, move on to TV Corner. Yes. Again, 
about priests. Yes, as it should be. <laughs> you, who'd, who'd have thought there were so many shows about priests? Just a few years ago, all you had for years and years was a man with Sherman Hemsley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now we got like six of them. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> That's one word for it. <laughs> Fortunately, the two were discuss. We're, we're we're circling back on on one, and we're talking about a new one on the other. And right. I spoiler alert: we liked them both. All right. Well, let's get to it. Yeah. The first one, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go back. We've never done this before. Uh, since we recorded our our last episode, uh, that was actually back in June. But Robert's been pacing it, so they've been being released a little more regularly. Yeah, we recorded two at the same time. So. Yeah, uh, the opportunity presented itself, and it was a good thing. <laughs> in hindsight, um, we uh, one of the shows that we did for our lightning round the la- the last episode was Preacher, and at the time. Uh, only two episodes had been. I think the third one had been on the previous week, but we hadn't watched right. it. We we had yeah. both only seen the first two. Uh, so since my convalescence the <laughs> last the last couple of weeks, uh, I decided I would get caught up. It was uh, you know only eight more episodes. I could you know do that no problem. And you know what? Once. I figured out what was going on, and once the plot started taking off, I yeah. really, really liked it. It's a little more graphic than shows I usually like, but it's funny. Yeah, it's interesting. That's yeah. that's the word that keeps coming back. It's interesting, and it's it's got a, a huge cast of characters, each of which is interesting in their own way. Yeah. Um. It's it is based it's based on a comic book, but I guess not all of the characters are from the comics. The one the there's actually only a few from the comics in in, yeah. in the show. Yeah, but um, like just like the entire town of um, Anvil, all the yeah. char- all the people who live there, I think were devised for the show. Okay, but it was. Uh, what about uh, Jackie Earl Haley's character? Was he? From the books, I don't think so. Okay, see, I I haven't read them, so I can't say for sure. But uh, do you know what Hoopla is? Yeah, they're on Hoopla. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have Hoopla on my phone. Okay, uh, yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, Sweet. I might. I've watched Walking Dead for the better part of six seasons. I've watched five and a half seasons of Walking Dead. I have never felt like cracking open a Walking Dead comic book. Never. Yeah, I feel like reading some Preacher. After watching this show. Yeah, because uh, now we've watched all ten episodes, yeah. both of us. And the final episode... It, wow. Yeah, it, it like ends, I guess, where the comics begin. And I think that's what oh, they wanted. Oh, okay. That was, that was the the intent of the, the showrunners. It's like, uh, because you don't actually see Jesse Custer preaching in the... In the comics. Really? Yeah, and they wanted to show, like, this is his background. They wanted to give him that character, you know? So and I didn't realize that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I now, read this. Uh, this was, uh, like, the, the Up Rocks uh, I remember uh, article that I sent you. It has some other links now on oh, it. Oh, okay. That show, like, where they talk about, like, how uh, now that it's over, like, how season two See, is going to be. And I guess maybe I read it wrong. Because I I remember the the way I interpreted it was 
the first episode started like with with him getting the thing. Yeah. They just gave a little backstory on the show to that and then it picked up where the and then the, no, the rest whole, of the first season the was The whole first season is Oh, well, so and can we give spoilers? Are we Yeah, doing I, that? It, it, All right. it's far enough after the show or if people yeah. watched it, they were Yeah, it was on was, back in July, I yeah. think. So yeah. so him sending Eugene to hell. Eugene's already in hell in the comics? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know about Eugene. See, I'm now I'm going to go on Hoopla tonight when I get home and get you know Start reading those, but yeah, it uh, the the comics begin where you know him Tula and uh, what's the vampire's name? Cassidy. Cassidy. Yeah, they're on a road trip looking for God, and all all that other stuff happens. So it, like everything with uh, Quinn Cannon and Eugene and all everybody else, it, it's not uh, part of the comics, but all invented for the show. Wow. So. I mean, this show's on AMC. That's the same network as Walking Dead. So yeah. it has the same amount, I think, of gore and violence as, yeah. as that show did. A rated TV MA for a reason. Yeah. But, uh, like, the interaction, like, uh, like Jesse's... I, I liked him because he was really trying to be a good preacher once he was like, I could really do this now. And... Uh, when he was baptizing everybody and really trying to help them through with their problems, you know, he was he realized, you know, I've been I've not been very good at this before, and and it was you know part of it was about the numbers in his church, you know, but that wasn't the main thing. It was really trying to really trying to help people and do his best to bring people to a place where they can forgive one another, and you know, all that stuff was I, I really liked it. It was really genuine, and and. Parts where Eugene was was coming up after his baptism and saying, you know, I I felt good for a while, but I still I still feel bad all the time, and you know, I don't think you did the baptism right. You know, maybe we could do it again. You know, and that wasn't you don't really baptize again, but you know, Jesse, but Jesse, he was like, well, you know, it's God who does that change in you. You know, you can't you don't do it yourself. You know, so those were like genuine things that people, you know, people have asked me that sort of question. You know. Uh, and I appreciated that was the realism. Like I said, this about the path, the 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 way people dealt with their faith was very real, you know. And they reveal like Quinn Cannon lost his whole family in an accident. Yeah, and and th- and that's why he was crazy. Yeah, and and that's why he hated God, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's understandable, you know. So they they really dealt with things. I think you know as. as crazy and off the wall as some parts of it were <laughs> yeah uh, the, the way they dealt with with the matters of faith i thought was very very good i have to concede that i thoroughly enjoyed the crazy off the wall stuff that's that's what i enjoyed the most the the black humor not the darkness but it was it was funny where it shouldn't have been uh it yeah. was just it was there was a lot of random stuff yeah and Knowing knowing that it was from a, a comic book made it a little easier to swallow than if it had just been, you know, there's there's a fine line between Twin Peaks weirdness yeah. and Preacher-esque randomness. Yeah, but they brought all that stuff around. They, yes. They yeah. explained there it was, to you eventually. Yeah, there was a point to it, yeah. unlike Twin Peaks, which is just... <laughs> You know they're bringing back Twin Peaks too, right? Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, 
I never watched it the first time. I don't I, think I watch no. it this time either. But I, I could appreciate that. I like uh, it's got some characters I've seen in, in other things. Uh, Dominic Cooper, uh, most recently of Agent Carter and Captain America, the first Avenger. Yes. Uh, he's he's good in this. Uh, Ruth Nega from Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is Tulip. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and you said that they're a couple in real life. Too. And they are a couple yeah. in real life, yes. That's cool. And check this out. This is funny. He speaks with a high British accent, not the low Texas drawl like on the show. Yeah. She is Irish in real life and speaks with an Irish accent. Huh. Uh, Cassidy, I didn't get to hear what he sounded like in the extra that I watched because they didn't talk to him. Uh, but he's British, according to his IMDb okay. page. Yeah, he... But they, they nail it. You would never know. Yeah, with, with him, I, I wish I had subtitles. They had subtitles I put for the, Eugene. I, I wish they had them for Cassidy, too. Well, <laughs> I watched them on the AMC app, so okay. I had subtitles. Yeah. And I needed them. <laughs> yeah, because he was harder to understand yeah. than Eugene. Yeah. Um, but I, Eugene was the one who... You yeah, know, that they, explain what happened with Eugene and the girl who was in the coma, because my wife was talking to me. She rejected uh, him. He got a shotgun, shot her, shot himself, and neither one of them died. Okay. Yeah, I missed that little bit of the story, oh, okay. you know, because we were talking. Because, yeah, the, you know something happened there, and yeah. it wasn't until, like, episode six or seven where they explained that. It was, it was the part where um, Eugene goes out in the sunlight is when Jesse... Oh, you mean Cassidy goes out in the sun? Yes, yes, sorry. Yeah. Uh, when Cassidy goes out in the sun and uh, Jesse says, uh, Eugene's not so innocent. This is what he did. And yeah. That, that's what he did. Yeah. Um, yeah, That so that had to be like episode seven because like, like, yeah, Eugene was was I, calling the preacher out on you know using his powers wrong. And he's yeah. like... Go to hell, Eugene, and he does because that's that's a preacher's power. Hey, you've got so. you've got the beard. You can do the voice. Yeah, you can you can probably uh, I can cosplay. Do that, as do that for Halloween. Yeah. No, that I'll do that for uh, Comic Con coming up. There you go. There's there's the Cleveland Comic Con, not the Wizard yeah. Con, but the other one at the. Uh, I told you about this at the Berea Fairgrounds. The Aug- I... October first and second. I don't know if I can walk by then. I don't. Yeah. Re- I don't remember you telling me this. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. And then there's the Akron Comic Con, which is moving from Quaker Square to the John S. Knight Center, which is good. It'll be a nice big place because it was too crowded last time. Mm. But that's uh, beginning of November. And so. and I I'm planning on going to Wizard World again for the third year in a row. It's yeah. it's a little later in the year. It's uh, f- uh St. Patrick's Day weekend, which is which is better because it, it being at the tail end of February. Yeah. Oh, that was rough. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, I'll go with you this time. All right. I'll it, go with it'll you. be me and Tammy. Yeah. But yeah, I could cosplay as preacher. There you go. So should yeah. should Tammy be Tulip and I'll be Cassidy? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> no, she wouldn't. No. Yeah. Well. What I wanted to do was, you know, since I play guitar, I wanted to cosplay as the twelfth Doctor, you know, and get the get get the long coat with the, the hoodie on yeah. it, you know, just wear like a concert t-shirt, some black jeans, and I was thinking about like um, taking an amplifier, and it, you know, they make like little small battery powered ones, but painting it like Tardis blue and <laughs> strapping it on my back and just plugging yes. the guitar in, and you know, but I'm would you ride in on a play tank? Dun dun. See, I no, I don't. I won't ride in on the tank, but I'll be ready for the axe battle. <laughs> there you go. And all I need would uh, Sonic shades. You know, everyone hates the Sonic shades, but I love them. 
It took me a while. It took me a while, but uh, you know, watch. I'm watching that again, and just the Sonic shades are great. I don't mind the Sonic shades so much as I hate the phrase "wearable technology." Yeah, yeah, that that is all. But yeah, I'll cosplay as Preacher. Uh, thanks, Mike. Hey, no problem. Thank you. You're a font of good ideas. Yes, I am. So, so yeah, coming back to Preacher and reviewing it again. Now that we've seen all of it, yeah, really liked it. I and, cannot and, wait until season two. Now, yes, because it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a hard reset. Uh, well, they maybe. they were seeding they were seeding the show with those clips of. The they call him the Saint, the of, Saint Killers. of Killers. Yeah, the and the cowboy is how he's credited. Yeah, and uh, just bringing that around, you're like, why are they showing us this? And they yeah. give us that reason, but apparently in the comics, he's like the major bad guy, one one of the major bad guys. Okay. So giving that sort of background. So now when we start at uh you know episode one of season two, um, we know who we yeah. have the purpose, the setup, the character. So I, yeah. Um, one of the Uproxx uh, links that were on that other video was, you know, was, uh, was it a different, I, th- I I have to dig it back up, but it said, was, I think it was Paste, was, uh, was the first season really necessary? And the, the guy was like, yeah, it was, because it gave us all this great background into the characters that we wouldn't who, have had otherwise. Who so. cares if it was necessary? It was awesome. It was great. It was a good ride. Yeah. Was, and, and, yeah. So I think I think we finally closed the book on Preacher. Yes. We'll we'll open up our comic books later and yes. continue the story. Yes. So. Check your email. I sent you the link from oh, Hoopla to, to get uh, book one. Yeah, because I have I have the Hoopla okay. app on my phone. That's great. All right. So uh, next, let's move on to the next part of our uh, TV corner, uh, a show that Robert uh, told me about uh, in the first place. I'd never heard of it before he suggested it for this show. It's called Rev, and it's from the BBC, uh, which also has. Uh, I think Downton Abbey, and I don't know what else. Never watch anything on BBC. I don't, I don't know. So they have some sci-fi, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the home of Doctor Who and uh, many other fine quality uh, state-run uh, programs. Uh, uh, what I've been watching is uh, Death in Paradise. I never heard of that. That's a fun mystery show, okay. Murder of the Week. And we got to give a shout out to our man Idris Elba uh, in Luther. Yes, L- Luther is a fantastic BBC show. Yeah, uh, uh, series four is now on now on Netflix. Netflix. I watched part one literally this morning. Yeah, I think it, it was it just today. It came Yes, out? yesterday, the yesterday. I got an email about yeah. it. So apparently. I didn't. Here, hold on. Netflix Netflix has my number, man. Oh, you know why? I've never watched it on Netflix. Yeah. I, I've only ever watched it on BBC America. And and another show that we've reviewed, Longmire. Is Longmire's season, coming back. Uh, season next five. Week. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. So what is it? September 23rd. 23rd. Yeah. Although by the time this comes out, it won't be. It'll be out. So yeah. out now, Longmire season <laughs> five. <laughs> yes. This will be our October episode. So, yeah. yeah, um Rev. Oh Rev, my god. What you think? See, I am thoroughly smitten with Rev. I I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was going to be about him uh talking to parishioners and you know, kind of day in the life, work a day. Yeah. But it's hilarious. It's like the British office 
but if David Brent was competent as a manager. <laughs> yeah. Because he's the the main character of Rev, uh, Adam, the the vicar yes. of Saint Saviors of the Marshes. The vicarage. Yes. Is a competent vicar. He doesn't always have the best judgment and his human frailties are on display. Yeah. And he, I like the way they show him praying. They give you his yes. internal monologue. Yes. He prays pretty honestly. Like yes. there is one show Mike hasn't watched this yet, but this um Yeah, I've watched uh, the first season and then the first one of season two. I think this is the third episode. There's um uh, a woman uh pastor who comes to work with them at their church. That's the next one. I okay. look to see what was coming up. Yeah, that okay, that would be the second episode. Yeah. And he, he gets jealous and he's like, Please Lord, just take her away. Just get rid of her. <laughs> you know? Oh, <laughs> he's he's pretty honest and I appreciate that, you know. Yeah. It's but but he's good. He cares about he's, the people he yeah. runs into, like um, Colin. Yeah. Explain about him. Uh, Colin is a member of the parish. He he frequently sits in the front row during Sunday service. And it's never explicitly stated, but after you've seen enough episodes, you realize Colin is homeless. He is sitting on the park bench outside the church, smoking cigarettes and talking to the reverend and just getting into trouble and trying to stay out of trouble and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't <laughs> yeah. and it's it's about their friendship and disagreements and um he's he's the comic relief but he's also the uh if if Adam is is the soul of the show then maybe Colin is the heart yeah i'll put that yeah the last episode I watched. I mean, you could really tell that you know these guys are really going through life together. Yeah, and it was so funny. It was so funny. It's it's but hilarious. Yeah, the uh, his wife was played by Olivia Coleman, who you may know from the more widely known in the states Broadchurch. Yeah, I only watched the first episode of Broadchurch. It yeah, th- she's in the British yeah. version. That, right, she wasn't on Grace Point. Yeah, that gr- doesn't nobody remembers that. Yeah, that's the American version, which it's, strangely yeah. enough stars David Tennant as well. Yeah, yeah I guess I guess if they're gonna pay, uh, you know, to do the same show twice, you might as well take the money. <laughs> I, uh, I only yeah, I only watched the first episode of Broadchurch. It was just too damn depressing. Yeah, it yeah. it is kind of tough. I watched all of Broadchurch. I only watched like the last episode of Grace Point because I heard it, the ending was slightly different. I don't know if that one's coming back to the States. No, it's done. Okay. It, it was canceled with Extreme Prejudice. Okay, yeah. But Broadchurch is really good. I think they wrapped up the third series, and I watched that, and it was good, and it gave a good ending, but I heard they're doing a fourth series. See, I didn't even know there was a third. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Um but, but yes, uh, anyway, Olivia Coleman is on that. Yeah, and, and Tom um, Hollander, he was in uh, Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, he hasn't the, been in the, anything else. I think he was in Pirates, but it's somebody yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean 2 and 3. He was the one of the bad guys in the in the second and third movie. I only saw if him he could, once. Yeah. If you can remember anything from those movies, it's probably going to be... Uh, you I know the the special effects. I remember Davy they were, Jones yeah. with the, the special effects, but I the remember rest of the they were forgettable. I remember they were both long. Yes, much like Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> uh, um, also, the the Archdeacon. Uh, oh yeah, he's by Simon McBurney. He shows up. He's like he's more like a CEO of a yeah. successful business. You know he. 
shows up in these nice cars and they, they he'll confab with his boss and then he'll like kick him out in the street right, somewhere. Right in the middle of the street, <laughs> yeah. And, like they'll they'll have meetings at like the sweat in house the, and in stuff. In the spa this, and he takes yeah. his towel off right in the oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It, it's yeah, just funny like off the wall yeah. stuff. And have it, you it's, did it, you catch the running gag about how he's constantly dumping Adam's coffee out in the sink? Oh no! With, he never drinks oh, Adam's coffee. Right. He's always he'll bring him a coffee yeah, and he'll just yeah, dump it he'll out. Just dump it out. The, <laughs> the one time, it's a, like Colin gives it to him and he just <laughs> doesn't even pretend. Just dumps it straight out. Yeah. And then there's the the junkie who shows up asking for money yeah. every once in a while. Doing doing the Chappelle show scratching of the neck. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, just I just yeah. need ten quid, Vicar. Yeah. Um. I, I need to get to the train station. I need I need some money to get a, a train ticket to go visit my brother so I can work. Oh, well, I'm on my way to the train station now. I'll make sure you get there. Uh, that won't be necessary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it it shows him dealing with all this real life yeah. and taking it in stride. And sometimes, you know, not always successfully. Like, uh, he, he sort of has, even though he's married, he has a crush on the, the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I now I wasn't sure what to make of that because at first it seemed like they had a history. I, but I, I guess not. Not at I all. Guess, I guess he just has the hots for her. Yeah, hots for teacher. Yeah. yeah. He, He's he got, got it bad, got it bad, yeah. got it bad. <laughs> that's right. But that's not even true because there was the one episode where he was, I think, half in the bag and hitting on her. But otherwise it's like he keeps it in check most of the time at least in the episodes i've seen i don't yeah. know what well the uh, like the end of season 1 he has sort of the, a breakdown yes. and it comes out and his wife's like right there and yeah and yeah he's <laughs> yeah that's yeah he'd been drinking at the party and that's like right. kind of comes on to her yeah he 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 comes on to her cuz he wasn't in his right mind yeah i i have been watching these and i've been enjoying through the uh ones that i've seen trying to you know spot guest stars that i recognize from doctor yeah. who yeah oh yeah uh, there's lots yeah the one the one about the couple getting married and the husband or the groom turns out to be the wife his wife's uh ex-boyfriend oh yeah did you know who that was no that was colin salmon who was on arrow as uh, oliver's stepdad oh. and was dr moon in the library episodes that, okay and was the awesome SWAT guy in the first Resident Evil who gets sliced apart by the lasers. I, I don't remember Resident Evil. Only watch the first one. The rest are crap. Uh, I, 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 I watched the first... I think, I think I only watched the second one. Yeah, the second one was terrible, and I stopped after. The first one was okay. first one was okay. I think I watched the fourth one? Is there four? I, I, th- I think they're making. I think the it fifth one that so is the last. So long ago. Yeah. I when I watched those uh, one just because I had the extra rental at Blockbuster back in yeah. the day when you know they used to give us so many free rentals. Yeah. First it was five, and then it went up to ten. So it was like I might as well get this. And then why did they even I forgot p- about it? You know. Why did they even put a limit on it? What was? The, <laughs> what what money are they losing? I if, don't know. Yeah. Anyway, they, they wanted. Well, let's see. And we, that's we why would, they went out of business. Yeah. Not enough employee perks. Anyway, so, where so were yeah, we? Rev. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. He was. Anyway, uh, Colin Salmon, Arrow, Doctor Who. Yeah. So yeah, I, I recognized him. Uh, Hugh Bonneville. From, oh yeah, yeah. I don't even watch Downton Abbey, but I know who Hugh Bonneville is. Well, he's um, in everything. He was on Doctor Who. He was yeah. a pirate in Doctor Who. He was on Gallivant as a pirate. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and so I, you know, I he showed up, and I, oh, hey, it's Hugh Bonneville. Yeah. <laughs> so that was cool. And then in the episode I just watched today, the first episode <laughs> of season two, the plot is everyone thinks that Adam stopped a mugging. And, oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. And the bishop comes by, right? It, yeah, I'm getting to that. Uh, and he's the, out of the blue, the, the bishop comes by to talk to him about it. And the bishop is Ray Fiennes, <laughs> which is like yeah. a way bigger name than I expected to show up on this on this tiny little show that only has 19 episodes. Yeah. You see, they do things different in Britain. They like they just come out with series whenever they feel like yeah. it, you know, and like it, Luther. And they'll be like in, you know, we have like a season it, comes out in the fall, it ends in the spring, 20 to 22 episodes. Of, Sometimes you know, 13. Yeah, they'll do like a, you know, yeah. well, if a show sucks, they'll take it off the air yeah. and put on their replacement for 13 episodes. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it's predictable. There's a cycle. With, yeah. with Britain, they're like, eh, whenever we get this done, we'll put it on the air, yeah. you know. I, I want to I circle back uh, to the topic of our feature film today. Yeah. In the first episode... Uh, it's it's brought up the the sex abuse. Everybody, yeah. you know, there's some construction workers, and they are taunting Adam. Yeah, you know about abusing children, and then the mugger that he sort of stops in the ep- uh-huh. in the season two premiere uh, calls him a pedo. Yeah, as as that's the British pronunciation as he is getting away. Uh, yeah, because he was knocked down by the vicar. And yeah. So, well, they, they, it, so and they, that's yeah. They talk about that because the the plot of that episode is they want to take the kids in the in the school because it, it's yeah the, they, the church the church has a school attached to it so they want to take the kids on a field trip. Is that why they were doing all the background checks? Yeah, because it was at a church. Yeah, I totally didn't get. Yeah, that. They, I thought that was just a routine have, school thing. You just you must have missed out on it because they were they were like, well, why don't we bring Colin? It's like because of all the the right the because he was and yeah because he'd been arrested a bunch of times. Yeah, that's okay. I totally didn't connect yeah. the two things. Yeah, they're like, who would have thought you know a simple field trip would be a logistical nightmare because of a but yeah, wow yeah. So even but this on a is, comedy. Yeah, but this is the Anglican Church. They're taking yeah. precautions. They're not the Catholic Church. I gotta tell so. you, the Anglican Church. They're it's, they're high church. Just, you know, show up if you want. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, the archdeacon is concerned with attendance, but nobody else seems to be. Yeah, it's uh well he that th- that's sort of the the joke he's like a fish out of water here he was a, a country vicar and then he got assigned to uh, his church in the middle of London, you know and uh and, and I th- that's what I like about usually I don't pay attention to opening sequences, but I like this one because it it's kind of done with um I want not stop motion but. It's like you know, sped up. Yeah, it it you show him. He's like standing like on the corner, and everything is speeding around him, and that's okay. kind of his whole, his whole attitude. It's okay. like, you know, he's he's takes life slow and easy, and you know, paces it the way you know the way it comes in. Everything's just <laughs> flying around him. You know, <laughs> that the life is just sort of coming at him, and he's sometimes ill prepared to deal with it. So. 
That's where the comedy comes from, and I I like it. Okay, I didn't catch, not being familiar with uh, British geography, I didn't. Yeah, they do actually have yeah. a country. There's Suffolk, where he says he's from, is, yeah. is the country. And yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, um, like think Hot Fuzz, you know, where, okay. where he got there he, we go. He shipped out to but the, the other way around. Yeah. Okay. That's all you had to do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, which, strangely enough, um, um, Olivia Coleman's in that one, too. Really? She's one of the cops. I need to watch that again. I, She's one of the, yeah. I, I have it here. I got it in a two-pack with Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Ten bucks. Oh, it, Blu-ray? Best Buy. Yep. Oh. See, I have the third one. I need to get those. I have the other ones on DVD. I need to upgrade, man. Yeah. Ten bucks? I'll do it. It was. I don't know if it's still ten bucks. It was ten bucks when I got it. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll go to Best Buy. I, yeah. I will. Uh, while you're talking, I will fire up ye olde Best Buy app and see yeah. how much that but item that, costs. That, yeah. I love I love the Cornetto trilogy as it it's okay. been. Okay, I I don't like the last one. It's I I'm not a yeah. drinker. I, yeah, I don't well, I don't go. Pubbing, we did so. we did review that one. It wasn't. Yeah, that's right. We did that. Uh, wow, that's how that's how many of these we've done. I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting. We're, You're right. We're we're like a we're like an institution. I know. Forty eight for forty six episodes. Yeah. Yeah, and we're already planning for the big five zero. All right. So, what's your final judgment then on uh, today's uh, movies and TV shows? Spotlight was good. Preacher was good. Rev is hilarious. All three recommended. I would say the same thing. I would say definitely say the same thing. Spotlight's not one you would go to uh, like buy and keep on your shelf. It, it's one of those you watch yeah. once movies. Hey, honey, you know it's <laughs> it's a rainy Saturday night. What do you want to pop in? How about Spotlight? No, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's it's not. Uh, there's there's nothing. There's no spectacle about it. But it's one of those no. important movies you need to watch. Um, I have good news. Yeah, seven ninety nine. Seriously? Seriously. Do they have it at the one down the street? Cause I'll go buy it right now. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Unclear. Uh, they have they have all three of them, but that's seventeen ninety nine. Dates and availability. Um. I don't think so. It's not showing up, but you can you can have it shipped. Well, they have the. Um, do they have it at Montrose? It it's not giving me an in store thing. It just oh. says shipping only. But anyways, uh, what are we gonna do for our next episode? I have no idea. Uh, Transformers? No. No, you've been talking about uh, by this time. Uh, this will be our November episode. Okay. So by this time, we should have a couple episodes of the Good Place. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that that will have uh, aired, and I saw the, uh, the a website that I enjoy looking at, the AV Club, uh, gave it a good review. They they checked out the first five episodes in advance of its premiere on network TV, and uh, they seemed to like it. They gave it an A minus, I think. Oh wow. Yeah. So that has uh, Ted Danson and um, Veronica Mars. What's her name? Uh, Kristen Bell. Yes, she was on That's Heroes. Anna. That's Anna. Was she on Heroes? Yeah, I never watched Heroes. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good show. I liked it. it I it heard season one was good, but that's yeah. Season one was good. Season two suffered because of the writer strike. Oh, okay. Uh, season three. And was Brian Fuller's only there in season one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, Christopher Eccleston is in season one. Um, the the last iteration of the show, Heroes Reborn, was it's nice. It's short. Really good. So the the third and fourth season, it's good to watch if you binge them with the other ones. So okay, 
I, I didn't yeah. know and she was it, on it. Zachary series. Kinto's in it. He yep. plays. It's, he's not in the very last one. Last, yeah, I, like the Heroes Reborn. But if you like, if you like Star Trek, you'll, you'll we will like to see him. He plays Siler, the big bad guy, in okay in the show. So, but and All right, but we're so not talking about that. No. <laughs> Uh, we're talking about our next episode. Yeah. yeah. So and are we also doing Defending Your Life in yes. the Good Place? Okay. Yes. Defending Your Life taken down from Netflix for some reason. But I did watch it while oh, it was good. on Netflix. Good. I'll have to. I'm so disappointed. They they made a big stink about putting all of the movies that Albert Brooks directed up on Netflix all on the same day. And then for some reason, Defending Your Life is gone now. The, the one we were going to watch for the podcast. Well, the other ones are still up there? But as far as I know. Yeah. Oh, that stinks. Let me check. Let me make, you know, maybe it was a, a licensing thing, and sometimes they get renewed. Yeah, because I watched it, and I enjoyed it. Well, oh, sorry, I shouldn't say that. Uh, then no one will listen to the next episode. But I did watch it before yeah. it went off. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, explore titles related to defending your life. Mother Lost in America, Modern Romance. The Muse is gone, apparently. I remember seeing that on the shelf at Blockbuster. Because <laughs> so. nobody rented it? Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, no, there it is. The Muse is still there. Defending your life is gone. It's got to be a studio thing. Yeah, that's the only thing I could think of. So I'll but track I, it down somehow. But I did watch it so we can review it for our next episode. Okay, you can you can tell me offline what you thought of it. <laughs> okay. Yes, you will have to wait until our next episode to yeah. actually listen to it. All right. So until yeah. then, this is Robert saying keep the faith and Mike saying peace out. <laughs> <laughs>